from a mystic's conceptual standpoint, it's like hold your mind in that place of what you desire long enough and it will come to pass. From it, a magician's standpoint or the magus standpoint is like stack the deck in your favor of producing small incremental adjustments to, you know, your momentum is your environment, your physical environment, your room, you know, what you eat, how you think, putting the ideas in there more and more of supporting what you're doing and all of, you know, doing your prayer, doing your chants, doing this, doing that. You're stacking that until it's easier for the ultimate potential to cast you out into this other place that you want than to try to balance the forces around that. I mean, this is a nuclear explosion, right? It's easier to, you know, as that's accumulating and the chain reactions are going, right? It's way easier for that to explode out than for the mechanism that you've built around it to contain those forces. Right. So it's the same kind of thing, you know, from a, I mean, as close as we can get in a physical, you know, uh, metaphor for that. Right. So that's the idea, because we know that, like, at least in our way of thinking about our um, our reality is that things generally take the path of least resistance. Mm -hmm. And so if you produce more resistance than the, let's say, in a weird way, because obviously infinite potential is infinite potential, but it's infinite, right? So, but if it's harder for it to keep you configured in this place, it would rather to try to save balance because that's what it really wants is like, let you move, let that continuum move into a place that will support it in that way. And then we come to balance anyway. That's the path of least resistance, right? Rather than it spending all these extra forces to try to contain you in this little bubble. And mm -hmm. so, you know, let the bubble be okay in, a, in the place where that's easily supported. Back to, we're back to keeping everything on a neutral plane, right? Yeah. So you're saying like instead of just trying to like hold your mind in the place that where you're you're constantly like projecting that you're already in the situation that you want to be in. You're engaging activities and, you know, like cleaning your space or doing feng shui or doing energetic exercises or meditations to like just constantly build up that, that, uh, that resonance. Like here, it's, it's, it's more active instead of more like, purely mental basically you're yeah. ritualizing the the um the focus and i call that evolution you know i mean maybe energetic evolution i mean we generally think of evolution as being you know a physical manifestation which is what we know here right because we're materialists we we judge everything by this physical reality right and so most people are concerned with that more than the other but I think evolution is that mental, you know, the, the evolution that sort of uh, supersedes the physical is that mental evolution of, uh, you know, being able to, it's almost like a, we know at some level evolution on a physical scale is down to a cellular level, right? Like a cell will 
re divide and reproduce, right? And, and so it'll divide. And so the new cell it, it has some little bit that's skewed from what the original cell was, right? It's, it's adapted now to a different environment and starts to produce itself, replicate itself over and over again. I mean, this is how negative pathologies and also positive things create themselves. It's the same process, right? And so, um, <laughs> so, you know, I think mentally, you know, we're describing the same thing in, the, in an energetic or mental realm that we're talking about in the physical realm. At least in my mind, that's how I make the analogy between the two. Like, this is the same thing, right? The more that I change this little bubble that I have in whatever way that no matter where I look, no matter what I do, whether it's, you know, conscious, like, oh, that plant's there. Oh, that's, look, look how nice that's growing now. It's like, oh, that's affecting my environment in a way that's making, or subconsciously where I just see it and I'm going about because I'm trying to find my keys and I can't, I don't have to worry about the fucking plant. It's been there for a year, and, <laughs> you know, but it, in my subconscious, every time I see it or I know it's in the room, or every time my mind goes to that, it's like, it's, it's, putting an extra tiny percentage of that's happening, you know, and I've made these things happen independently around me so that, you know, they're all working on me. It's just that, you know, sometimes they work really slow, but if I keep up the momentum, right, and I add on to that and I, see, I have my separate metrics that's kind of in a way the metrics, I know where people resist the metrics. They don't want to be proven wrong. They don't want to know that what they're doing is not really and, affecting and, and them. wouldn't that and isn't that like i mean isn't the fear of it holding them in this place yeah right because Definitely. like because like like even if you're you know like afraid that you know your energy work isn't going to it's produce any work for you and it right. produce any change for you and you're kind of like isn't that just like another um tether into like the like the broader matrix of all the thoughts that other people are thinking and the it's almost like the more that the I, well it's interesting too like if you look at like culturally like the the it's almost like we're globally like people are playing out this like scientific rationalist materialist paradigm like everywhere and that's taking on it's like making things more and more dense and as it makes things more and more dense and solid everybody's like screaming for like more freedom and more flexibility right. and like we have and so like when as we engage like our energy work our internal work or like our work of of uh of mind and manipulating our our life and our experience through manipulating mind which we believe as being more uh primal or more so you know underneath or behind um physical manifestation it's like we're trying to like expand and experience like the freedom of that but within the container of like the matrix of everybody thinking of materialist thought thoughts even subconsciously walking around like you're saying this is all there is this is just like they are you know like this is how things work newtonian worldview like it's just right. it's just physical cause and effect right so yes. so if you're it, it, unless you so like unless you commit your your energy and your intent and your activities to a certain degree in the direction of 
your energy work with with confidence like and and do the work to like insulate yourself which is some of those meditations and those practices then you know you won't get the results basically because you're 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 too caught up in you know a materialist and i'll go one step further conscious the people that are all doing this energy work but not getting consistent results and are too afraid to have metrics to prove that they're getting physical results they're adding to the density of the problem because that is being engaged as something this or that you know it's like they're what do you mean by that like this or that like it's like a they it's like they're cherry picking their thing like every time they have a good result they're going like oh see i got a good result and then every time the nine times that they're get out of ten that they're getting bad result they go like they just they they bury it you know it's like oh you know like oh okay well you know but something happened no well the something that happens is you know that's that's the majority of things that you're doing and you're cementing this paradigm in by by saying Oh, so, okay, go ahead. No, it's just that they're cementing the whole paradigm in. They're, they're actually, in a weird way, working, for, they're working against the thing that they're trying to prove by not having the metrics. That's why, I'm so, that's why I'm so fucking adamant about having the metrics because it's like, it's not to verify what I'm doing. It's only to verify to myself that I'm not fucking deluding myself. Mm. That, and that I have a bigger goal than just having fun every day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the meaning is that I don't, you know, I want to be in this experience, but I want the experience, I want to now direct my experience in the way that I want it to be. Mm-hmm. And if that includes service to people, that includes if it includes being a hermit, that if it includes being wealthy or poor or whatever it is, you know, then it's I know and I'm okay with it being my choice. And because I know how to do that and I have these metrics that I can see, I'm moving in that direction and getting, you know, more and more and more and more and more and more, you know, closer and closer to that point of like, you know, explosion where I have this you know, epiphany, enlightenment, whatever you want to call it, that shows me that, yes, you know, now that you can see, and not just see, but now that you have experienced this samadhi experience and you know, you because no, saying knowing is having that experience. We can't say we know unless we've had the experience of all of the parameters around it, but you have that, right? You have the, the poor and the rich at the same time, and you see that experientially it's different but it's you know it's the same there's no difference there right 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 and so but and but one of the things that i wanted to touch on too is like that came up for me was like um you're always talking about uh bringing your energy work into your daily life right right because like if your energetic work or the way that you engage the world when you're in your meditation is different than the way that you engage your daily life. Like if you're engaging your meditation and saying like, oh, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna imagine myself in this different situation, this better situation, and I'm gonna put 
so much attention on like the feeling that that produces in me and the way that like I see myself like moving through my day in this like really like graceful way or this like really like peaceful way or like I'm in this like great state or whatever and then like you go out into your daily life and you're like okay the only way that I can get to that situation that I was imagining in my meditation is by you know like working myself into like a oblivion and like just like grinding everything out and like putting out fires and like doing the my my best like cause and effect like work like a like a you know like a banshee or whatever like you know uh, do whatever I need to do like to like get you know all stressed out and like blah 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 and like whatever it's like so it, it, you're then it's like 90% of your day is engaging the world as if the thing that matters the most is far away from you what happens <laughs> what people say like the like the physical events that are going on and not like what you're generating internally that's right, right. all the time so like you're you're trying to do your meditation and then that's why i'm saying like letting that saturate you in whatever amount of change that it's produced for you and then how do you walk into the world and you know and act that out in the physical reality. Can you take this idea and then act that out in physical reality no matter what physical reality produces for you to act it out in? Mm -hmm. you know, no matter what theater you go to, you're still acting out this character you know, that you've produced in your meditative state. Mm -hmm. Can you do that? It's kind of like, like if you were taking like a wealth example, right? It would be like in my meditation, I'm surrounded by all this by all this luxury or whatever I'm so wealthy and that makes me feel this way and it makes me act this way and I become this person that I want to be and I feel the way that I want to feel because I'm in this situation of like freedom and abundance and yada 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 right so that's that's the character that you're saying the character that feels this way thinks this way interacts with other people this way like it you know because it's like oh i'm i'm so great things are so good and yeah i have some of this and then yeah oh and i'm just oh not, nothing bothers me because yay yeah i've got like 10 million dollars in the bank or i'm jerry seinfeld i have a billion dollars you know right. whatever right 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 and so right. but then like so you're saying like you the idea is that like you need to be able to be that character without it being a character Without it being a character, you right. need to be that person. And when, even if you've only got like $50 in the bank and you don't know where your next check is coming from, like if you can be that character acting in the world that way with that resonance, with that attitude, with that feeling, with that energy, with those thoughts, with that, you know, like, and wholeheartedly, like, really be that, like, then that will transform the environment. Correct. And that, you know, and so, and here's the difference. The people that say, fake it till you make it, they still know they're faking it to make it. The person we're talking about, the self-actuated person, is truly that. That's, that's like a, but that's like a transcendent almost exactly being that, that's exactly what that's we're talking like, about that's like the merlin character that's like the or the person the mystic, that has like the, done or, or, so like, much lucid dreaming that they have there's such you know they don't see the dichotomy between their waking world and their dreaming world hmm. that 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 even their waking world 
is transcending the normal bounds. This is where we get into the mystical, magical part, right? That their physical reality, the laws of our Newtonian physics and cause and not cause and effect, but because that's pervades throughout, but that, uh, you know, the the physical boundaries that sort of express that make this place express the way it does are so much more loosened like it makes it's it's like be by me being let's see trying to give a good analogy by me having the ability to see the molecular structure of something and make myself so tiny compared to the gaps in between the the thing that looks solid that I can pass through that. You know, it's not that that's changed or that I've changed. It's literally that my understanding of it and and the way that I've represented it to myself actually permits me to go through that. You know, so um, and 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 I think that that's where all this stuff you know, where the rubber meets the road is like, you know, but is it, evolution is not simple. I mean, it's simple, but it's not easy, right? It's not something that, you know, that's where it is. It's right. like, look, we have because, to do right, this, and because we have like, to do that, and we have to do this in order to, and we struggle for a long time before we see anything, right? It's like the same graph that we look at for any of this stuff, right? There's like this, and then there's a little blip, and then it goes back down to almost below where it was when it started. And then there's this, 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 woof, and then it goes, right? And that's an exponential progression right. when it finally hits. But you've got to be in this for the long run in order to see that happen. And so like in the example that we're using where it's like the wealthy person or the person that wants to be in a wealthy situation, but they find themselves in poverty and they're doing their energetic work to produce that. It's like the the evolutionary component comes into play where it's like you're literally like you are evolving your yourself because like or like you're you not just like you're evolving the awareness that you are and your body and how it functions in the physical world as well because the physical body's response to the situation of poverty that someone may find themselves in or the opposite of whatever it is that you want right? right you you walk into the world obviously you're imagining or you're doing energy work to produce something else other than what you have but then when you go back into the situation that you that you currently do occupy if that's poverty when you want wealth it's like you are you're literally like working against like the way that your physiology is like is hardwired and the way that like everyone else is thinking and operating around you as well. So like right. you're in this kind of like, you know, pressure box of, you know, kind of the perfect opportunity to evolve because there's so much. It's like, okay, but the, every, it's like you want to be the character that's wealthy, but everything around you in your situation, in your environment, the people that you interact with, the, the place that you live in is screaming at you like, 
that's not you. You're not in that situation and you have these real pressures. And if you run out of money, you're going to die and you're going to starve to death or you're going to whatever. And, it, and like the, the, the stress responses, the fear responses, like all that shit is like literally a pressure box around you saying like, you know, and then there's this, you know, spark of, you know, transcendence, transcendence to divine within you that's saying right. like, no, I know that mind is behind the, all of this. And if I can embody a different state of mind, this will change. But it's like that. So it, it's a, but the momentum starting out is against you. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and so the other, the, you know, almost the paradox of it in some ways is that you know, we can say on one hand that, you know, we're so small and this is, you know, sort of the common wisdom, let's say we're so small individually. How could we possibly escape the forces that are arrayed against us? And yet that's the heroic journey, right? The, my aspect is I'm so small and inconsequential that what what does the what does the uh, the totality of everything that you know that is what does it care if this one molecule escapes out? <laughs> you know? What do you mean by escapes out? Well, like you know, if if what we're saying is true, then the idea is that you know th there's a huge amount of containment. But can I bit by bit bring myself closer and closer to the edge of that containment? to the edge of the herd as opposed to in the middle of the herd. And so I move myself and move myself and move myself with all these little things to and, get to the outside edge of that consensual reality. And but but that's not to the point where I can do some burst that because now I can see the outer edge of that or I'm in the outer edge and I can see beyond that and I see that there's something more. I can see outside the cave and I can have these little forays that show me like I can get outside the cave. I can see this. And there's this whole vast, you know, infinite plane of existence that is there. And I want to be in that rather than be in my safe containment field. And so with an accumulation of, let's say, energetic potential that would give me that final push to leap into that and escape the gravity of this containment, this consensual reality. That's, that's what people like me are betting on. You know, it's like we've done, I'm in the worst possible place in that I've had enough experience with both of those sides. We mean both of those sides. Had enough forays into that infinite expanse to know that it's real and to know that it gives me you know, something that I have a hard time getting through the, the containment field here. And also that I enjoy this place. You know, there's like, I'm at that place where it's like, and even if I could get outside of that, I might just replicate a place like this, but in my own, the way that I would configure it. I mean, all the things that people are saying, like, I want a world that's in it. Fucking make that world. You know, it's like, it doesn't mean... You know, what's, what's easier, producing something from, is it easier to build a house from raw materials from scratch, or is it easier to reconfigure a house that's already there? Every contractor will tell you, it's fucking 
infinitely easier to build a new house than to reconfigure a house. You know, it's like, well, what do you think you're trying to do here? You're trying to change this physical world. It's like, so you, I see what you're saying. And so, yeah, right. So whenever, but whenever you use that analogy, you're basically saying like the, the, the trying to create the life that you want solely through fighting against what's here or just only just like working really hard or like toughing it out or like, uh, you know, engaging the world in a materialist way is like what you're saying, trying to reconfigure a house that you already have. Whereas the energetic aspect is like you put yourself in the energetic configuration of that perfect scenario that you want and that puts you in you know sort of no it's hard it would let you occupy this same moment with just those changes that you want because you've chosen to do that and we don't, here's the, you know, there's, here's no, the way to there's no way to explain it or, you know, to know it, right? There's it, only a way to, to practice it. experience it. There's only a way, you know, not everything can be explained. Another Taoist axiom, not everything can be explained. Everything can be experienced, but you have to, you have to do the work of it and, and you, then have the tenacity to stick to the program. To engage it that way. This is where the journey is more than the destination, although, you know one journey will bring you to the next one right because it's like okay you hit the destination then you're back on the journey again and knowing that the, like that it's not just going to be like a, walk, a repeat or it's not just going to be like a walk in the park either like well that's it right because to... otherwise you don't if there's no you know it's again blissed out right if, if you're just in a blissed out place there's no motivation to move from that spot mm -hmm. Just like we see here, right? I mean, we see that with perfect, all the stuff that we saw today, right? The political structure. These guys, don't tell me these guys don't know that right from wrong. They're smart people. Mm. They know right from wrong, and yet they continue to do wrong, in our opinion, right? Why? They like where they are. They like the status quo where it is. And their only effort is to make more for themselves and the people that are around them. They're supporting their cocoon. In a way, they are very Taoist in that, you know, I don't give a fuck about anybody outside of my cocoon. Mm. You know, as long as, only to the extent that it will provide, it will keep me in this place or better than where mm. I am right now. You know, what do I care? You know, they're very convinced that the status quo is the status quo and it will always be that way. I'm going to choose to put myself in the place that I'm going to be the most comfortable within that status quo. I'm not a hero. I'm not changing this shit. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm in a good place. and I'm going to make sure that I am. Maybe my kids are and, you know, my friends are. And wh why? What would be the impetus to change that? And so... Mm -hmm. It's much harder to change something from a place of being good than it is from a place of being, you know, in a negative 
thought process. So you have more motivation to change from a negative place mm-hmm. or a place that you perceive as being negative, right? Because even our negative places here is pretty fucking positive compared to the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, you yeah. know. I mean, we acknowledge that. It's just that, you know, I'm trying to prove to myself what I believe to be true, you know. And that's, that's the thing. I'm trying to physically prove to myself that I can walk between or do whatever and produce the environment and the experience that I want at any given moment. You know, that's what I'm trying to prove to myself, that physical reality is just one of infinite number of realities, the way we have it here, that there's a place with a purple sky and that's the only thing that's different. I'm still in the same physical place and, you know, every little tiny thing. And that's why we say, you know, I mean, when you think about it that way, it's like, okay, now I can understand how there's infinite number of, right. of these realities, right? Yeah. Where one grain of sand is different from the other one. You know, we don't even know that people aren't changing it constantly. That's not a constant state of flux. It's like, it's just mm-hmm. the idea that, you know, that's why everything moves is an axiom, right? So you, like you, when, and do you, and are you able to engage the world that way? Like you move into the like the office that we're in today like right now but you're in like are you able to conceive that like this isn't the office the physical office building that you were in yesterday but another like a uh, just a different dimension or slide of reality like that's like uh, that exists in infinite potential and now you're occupying it momentarily with me when we're having this conversation and it's constantly shifting around us it's just that our minds are good enough to hold it in to seemingly hold it in place as a, as a physical reality right just like you know we i wanted to make sure that we had enough time to have this discussion before the computer finished and it's finished, it's finished. <laughs> <laughs> right so, you know, we make these parameters and then we, but we don't have any, see, for me, it's like, I love to test the metrics out because whether I, whether it works or doesn't work, it lets me know that I'm not wasting time. I'm not deluding myself. Positive or negative, I'm getting closer to making more of my results positive the way that I want them to go, and less and less negative, meaning that they've skewed in some way that maybe I could configure for the next time I do it. But not that it's not happening, right? And so, because what I don't want to have happen is that I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I'm spending, let's say, even moderately 30% of my day doing this, which would be a really low estimate a third of my waking life and sleeping life doing this to, uh, you know, to produ- and, and that I'm staying exactly the same or constantly spiraling down and having less result. That's what I think is happening to people. And that's what I'm railing against and why I rail so hard about metrics because it will, and s- it will, you should embrace it, you know. And so you think, but you think that the reason that people are, there's a variety of reasons why people don't get positive results always from their energy work. And we've covered like a few of them in this conversation that we've just had. But um, 
you know, like one being the impact of the external environment and an inability to shield from that and right. how you are engaging the work and like what you just said, like how much of your day you're engaging your work and, and then what you know, what we were talking about, about like, you know, desiring a, a, a situation where you act a certain way, but not being able to play that out in the world. So like these, are, but these are all different aspects of why it works or doesn't work or why Correct. it fails or succeeds. And if people, if we were always holding ourselves to looking at the world as a reflection of the effectiveness of our energy work, then we would at least have the feedback of like, oh, I'm adapting. I'm do. I'm do. I'm not just. I'm just not doing something correctly, or not doing something well, or something about the way that I'm engaging this is just um, not 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 according to the principles that make it work. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think that that's that's another reason why I'm trying to, you know, bring back the idea that people engage their spirituality as an aspect of everything they do in this life so that it's you know like the reason that we don't have you know that the gods you know quotation marks have abandoned us or don't seem like they're involved with us as much anymore is because we don't engage them that way it's sort of like in a weird way kind of an egregor right where it's like you know because we've turned you know spent less energy engaging them as if they're actually real that we have made it, we've moved ourselves into a place where they're actually not as real. We don't occupy that dimension. We don't occupy that dimension anymore. So my thing but is... But we always have the freedom To go back individually. to it or to move beyond it to a place where we enact with them on an anthropomorphic sort of basis, on a regular basis, you know, and everything involved is sort of like, you know, it's that idea of like, how do we do that? Well, you know, to me it's... It's sort of a, you know, when when uh, traditional Native Americans, and I'm sure other cultures do this too, when they engage children in how to speak and naming things, right? When they name things, here's how they do it. Like we would say water, you know, so that we can tell, you know, when they want water, they can say water or, you know, whatever, <laughs> derivation of that, right? Yeah, and hand them a like, glass of water. Hand them a glass see. of water. It's like water, you know, and you, you let them drink it. Ooh, that's good water. You know, you're, you're really confining it to a very finite thing, right? Water is water, you know, and there are only so many things you can do with that water. And, you know, that, and so it's sol it solidifies, it makes that binding more. A Native American on the other side, traditional, would say, like, um, this is an aspect of the great spirit we call water. Everything is like that. This is, I'm an aspect of the great spirit you call grandfather. Or whatever, right? So it's like, this is, you know, because it always tells the child, they grow up thinking that this is just part of a huge continuum, a huge pattern that's ineffable. Like we see the aspects of it, but it's all part of the same thing. It's not, this is not independent from the rest of everything. It's not, it's an aspect of the one thing. It doesn't take the mystery out of it. No, it's like, it actually adds to it, right? Because if because it's, it's always like, like this yeah. is the great spirit, but an aspect of it that we call water, then it's like, it's not just, Eh, this is a 
That's my water. Yeah. That's yeah. Oh, gotta hydrate. Physicality. Yeah. Oh, gotta hydrate. Dense reality. Yep. Gotta deal with the real world. Right, right, right. <laughs> That's why, you know, you know, it's like tongue in cheek why I go like, you know, this aspect called coffee <laughs> is the fruit and blood of life. <laughs> I enjoy it so much because <laughs> it makes me feel a certain way. And, yeah. you know, it encompasses all of that stuff that we can't put into words, right? It, it, there's the part that we can put into words, but we know that those words are shallow compared to the full ramification of what it is, right? Mm. Or I'd have to wax on poetically about coffee for the next 10 weeks. Which I know right? you're capable Which of. Which I could probably do. But... <laughs> right. Mm. And that's what I'm trying to do. It's like I'm trying to take people what we're trying to do, trying to take people that sort of have that idea, but they haven't been able to articulate it in a way that makes sense, where they are just LARPing it's in, the, kinda like, in the effect. It's kind of like the, the... Deluding themselves that they're making a difference. Right, right, right. And, well, it's like, do you have the fuel to engage the work with the enthusiasm and the confidence and the courage and like the energy that it is going to work or that it you know that this will have an effect and it is having an effect and let's look for those effects and you know like the, the and hold at the same time the opposite right because yeah. there's but, the, but let's but, both are... but let's see like yeah like but yeah. also let's see like is it working and and am i doing it well or am i not but because but, it engages it engages how you know because we look even in physical reality right if i'm rowing a boat it's like i'm constantly looking around in my position right so it's like i need to tack a little bit more this way i need to tack a little bit more that way i need to yeah. pull more on the right or if i want to go this direction or pull more on the left or now i can do it equal and i'm constantly course correcting right that's all we're talking about here is like how do you what kind of things do you give people to say, look, course correction is a part of our physical reality. Let's do that because it's part of the energetic reality too. How do you course correct for these things? Well, you have to know where the fuck you are to course correct. If you're just in this nebulous shit, you know, like one place is as good as the next. It doesn't matter. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you have a goal that says, I want to get from here and I identify where here is and I want to get to there, mm -hmm. you know, how do I move myself from there? Do I just keep pulling on the right oar because my right arm's stronger? And, mm -hmm. you know, I think I'm getting closer, but really all I'm doing is spinning around in the water. Right. So it's very much like that, you know, until you learn. And, and an expert but see, isn't just about using that. Right. An and expert, don't let me just finish this thought. An expert what we would call a master or a, a, of these ideas and being able to put them into a physical practice or a way that can produce a result that's different than that is not somebody in a rowboat. It's somebody in a sailboat that can use the wind, even if it's going against where they're trying to get to, to tack. They're skilled enough to tack and still be able to get to the location, even if it's going against the tide of the ocean, the wind, you know, all of those things, 
they're able to utilize that. They understand the mechanism so much that they can utilize that to still get to their goal. That's the difference. You know, you, if you go against the, the tide in a rowboat, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. You're only going to get so far. That current is going to take you out, mm-hmm. right? It's going to pull you where you need to go. You can row as strong as you want. You can be a triathlete. You can be the best rower in the world. You're going to fail after a certain amount of time because the ocean is so much more powerful and its direction is so much more prevalent than anything that you could do against it. But in the right mechanism, the right, you know, the right, uh, yeah, you know, in the right vehicle, you can utilize that, right? You can utilize that and, you know, and, and go as far, you know, use that momentum to propel you toward what you want, mm-hmm. right? And it's the resistance that actually makes it go even better, right? It's like that resistance. It's like judo, right? You use the, you use the person's own energy against them to mm-hmm. put them in the position that you want, right? You, get, mm-hmm. you just have to get them to, you have to maneuver yourself enough to make them maneuver themselves to commit to a certain thing so that you can then use that to unbalance them and put them on the ground. Mm. It's the same kind of thing. All of those analogies are exactly the same. You know, it's like, and that's the, um, that's, you know, I'm not going to say that's the end result, but that's definitely one of those transitional points. And that's, I think, where most people are, and that's what they need to understand. In, and they need to be not afraid to check it out. The fear is that, you know, I'm doing this and I'm deluding myself. You know, that's the fear. That's why they don't want to check it out. <clears throat> they don't want to have, they don't want to bring it to brass tacks. Well, my thing is, you know, I mean, if you're okay with that, then you're okay with that. But don't, don't present it to yourself in a way that it's that it's something else because that's only keeping you in this evolutionary stage you know you need to be able to check it out and 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 it will give you the feedback that you need in order to get to your destination if you want to get there mm. otherwise you just don't know where you are you have no reference point mm. so I think that's really important <laughs>